one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever WrestleTalk is and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell and I'm joined by Randall Andal Datsel. Hello, that was a perfect <laughs> way to say my name. Hello everybody, hope Hi. you had a lovely Christmas. Yeah, how was your Christmas mate? It was awful. Yeah? I didn't get... I think my mum doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I asked for one thing for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I asked for a Nintendo Switch. Because quite quite ev- a pricey present. Everyone one. in the office has one. And I was like... Say everyone. Don't even, Luke doesn't. Danny uh, Simon does. Okay. Half Me of and Laurie and Ollie do. That's a lot of people. Basically, I just wanted one. And it was really the only thing I asked for, other mm-hmm. than a new coat. Right. And, um, and there was a box under the tree. I was like, that's, that's probably it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I'm not the sort of person who will go and check on the presents, but... Well, the, the way we do it is someone plays Santa. So I usually just mm-hmm. I sit there and then give out presents, kind mm-hmm. of trying to make sure that by the end, everyone's got like a present to give at the end because I don't want to sort of give four to someone. Totally. So, but I'd spotted this box and I saw, I saw it that was for me. So I was like, that's probably the Switch because mm-hmm. I asked for it. And, and generally, I mean, I, I've been very lucky in my life. I've I generally mm-hmm. been able to get. And I was like, right, I'm saving this one for last. And I open it and uh, it's a toaster. <laughs> and I, I, didn't, I didn't want a toaster, but I, I've got, I didn't have one, so it's, it's fine. And I just, I, poor, sorry, podcast viewers, but I'll show Pete. I probably must have gone sort of half smile, half kind of grimace, trying to hide the fact that I was mildly disappointed. And I, mm. and I didn't want to go, I didn't say anything, obviously, while we were doing it. But a couple of hours later, I just sort of said to mum, oh, did you think I had too many consoles. He was like, yeah, you've got loads. And I was like, and I couldn't help myself. I was like, mum, I've got one. I've got, I play an Xbox One and I have others, but I don't play them. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how did I, how was I supposed to know that? And I was like, oh. but anyway, I'm going to try and, I'm going to try and get a cheap one next time I get paid. But it was just, right. But actually, 
other than that, Christmas dinner was amazing. I got lots of lovely presents, mm-hmm. uh, lots of nice surprises, got some new coats, some new clothes, lots of adult things, a spice rack. Yeah. Uh, me and the lady partner are going to go for a weekend away next year. Ooh. So that's Where to? out to South Wales in like a little farmhouse um, oh, cool. cottage thing surrounded by sheep and things like that. Fun times. So, yeah. What about, what about you, Chopper Pizza? Uh, Mine was all right. I didn't get a Switch either, but I didn't ask for one. No. So, because um, I don't really ask for anything for Christmas anymore. No. I'm that, very much past that now. I'm just like, I I'll just get what I it get. It was the only thing that I asked for because I couldn't think of anything else that I needed because I'm, yeah. I'm 24 now and it's got to the point where, like, I'm just happy with whatever I get. I'm 24 and all I need in my life is just a Switch. I just mm. asked for a Switch and I just didn't get it. Mum. Mum. How would you not spend £300 getting me a console? <sighs> Mum. <sighs> Yeah, no, my Christmas was great. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, we worked out. I went to my parents for Christmas, which we worked out was the first time I'd done so in five years. Because you lived in Newcastle. So Partially so that. It was one year my parents were away in Fiji. What Why? the hell? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. What? I'm very jealous. Why? Um, there was a year when... There were several years when uh, my job wouldn't let me because I was working around Christmas. So I wouldn't have the time to travel to my parents and back in time for my shifts and stuff. Uh, and yes, also was living on the at the other end of the country and things like that. So yeah, for the first time in five years, got to spend Christmas with my parents and my grandparents, which was awesome. Um, so yeah, it was it was just really really nice to see uh, everyone having fun because mm. uh, unfortunately my nan's got dementia. Okay. Um, but it was very very nice to see her smiling and laughing and having a good time mm. and all that stuff. So that was lovely lovely stuff, and uh, we got to give. Um, uh, my lady partner had drawn a picture for my grandparents for their present, which we put in a nice frame and all that mm. stuff. Uh, so it was really nice to, to be able to give that to them. Um, but in terms of cool presents, me and my lady partner are going to go to the Warner Brothers Harry Potter experience because my mum bought us tickets to it. What's Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good, good it's a it's a good day out. I've been twice now, and mm. they kind of they keep adding sort of things. Like the first time I went, they didn't have the Hogwarts Express. Mm-hmm. Um, or the uh, you know, Gringotts in the last film with the dragon. Yeah. They didn't have any of that. So um, I think I probably first time I went was in sort of 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went again in bleh, last year. Well, this year. Um, oh, cool. So, uh, no, it's a good laugh. Um, yeah. Speaking of making things for people, I, I, I painted a... Uh, so each, each year I'd make something handmade for one of my family members. Right. Because I'm... Not very arty or artistic uh-huh. or kind of that doesn't way my mind works. Yeah, uh, I've just sort of started making terrible hand like <laughs> crafted things. Yeah. Um, so so far I've made like a, 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 a modeling clay model of my dad. I've right. carved an owl out of wood. <laughs> uh, I made an elephant out of clay for my mum. Uh-huh. I made a picture frame uh, for my dad. But this year I thought. Originally, the plan was to do a cross-stitch. Okay. Um, and you can do cross-stitch very easily. You can. Uh, because you get those things. But I thought, I'm going to try a difficult one. Okay. Because you can get much diff- more difficult sets with mm-hmm. like hundreds of colors. I think this one probably had about 60 colors in it. I got about maybe 40 stitches in, and it yeah. took me like three hours. And <laughs> I was like, I'm going to stop this. So I, I inve- eventually, I did a, um, a watercolor painting Ooh, for my mum very fancy um, and actually it was really good <laughs> <laughs> but everyone was kind of dis- everyone, no, no one really knew because the whole point is that there have always been just rubbish yeah 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 
but it kind of came out really well. And I was like, well, I've kind of got to give this to her now because I don't want her to paint something for no reason. Of course, yeah. So I gave it to her. She was like, oh, like, this is really nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I don't know what's happened. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's really cool. It was uh, it was a nice thing, but it's my brother next year, and I'm thinking, he doesn't listen to this, thinking yeah. maybe getting like some limestone, uh, maybe doing like a stone carving. So that's like an easily malleable stone. Yes. Um, if you've got any suggestions, uh, Swaff Nation, please do uh, email them in because I'm always up for a challenge. Um, Andy at WrestleTalk.com. Andy at WrestleTalk.com, indeed. Mm. So, uh, yeah, but no, it's a great day. Ate far too much food. Same. Being half Swedish, I get to have two Christmas dinners. I mm-hmm. have one on Christmas Eve yeah. um, and one on Christmas Day. Nice. Um, and then Boxing Day, you were kind of, no one was hungry, but mm. everyone just kept eating because there's yeah. always so much food left over. you got to eat it. So yeah. I was sitting there just sort of eating and eating and eating and eating and getting progressively fatter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm... Probably look, uh, it's all gone um, <laughs> because after I eat, I do something else um, <laughs> with a lot of splashback. Um, <laughs> We're not talking about that on the podcast, and, Datsun. Uh, yeah, no, it was a wonderful day, and now it's got to the point where I realise every year that I realise I have no plans for New Year's. Absolutely none. Because yeah. all of my friends are now uh, in couples living with their other sort of halves, mm-hmm. and then they've sort of been invited to other couples houses yeah and yeah. Uh, my lady partner uh has gone home uh, she doesn't live in well she's not originally from the uk mm-hmm. uh so she has gone uh home for three few weeks at christmas mm-hmm. and the, the whole plan was that the original plan was that she was going to spend christmas at my place and then we were going to do new year's together mm. but as soon as then then she got a message like a call from her mum saying oh do you want to come over for christmas she hasn't been there for a year so obviously course, she wants yeah. to do that um and so I was like, oh, but, but what am I going <laughs> to do? But I've got you're nothing. My, you're my only friend. <laughs> so uh, at the moment, I'm doing nothing. But I, I, I need to latch onto something because mm. all, as much as I don't really care that much about New Year's, I know if I'm sitting there on my own at New Year's, I'm going to be incredibly depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my friends might be hosting something. So I've just yeah. texted him saying, keep me updated. I will come <laughs> to whatever it is. <laughs> Uh, anyway, on that note, we should get into talking about SmackDown, uh, where we're going to be talking about should Daniel Bryan beat The Fiend? Here's the show. On this show, there was an awful lot of Daniel Bryan, The Miz, and Baron Corbin. This went throughout the whole show. I would say a a good third to a half of this show Mm -hmm. was focused just on this storyline. Absolutely. Um, And it didn't really change anything, because before this episode started, uh, it was announced that it was going to be Daniel Bryan versus The Miz versus King Corbin to determine the new number one contender for The Fiend's Universal Championship, which would happen at Royal Rumble. Uh, And the main event was... Daniel Bryan versus Miz versus King Corbin, but we had a bunch of stuff to get through first before we got there. So it started off and it said, oh, it's going to kick off the show. And I was like, oh, cool. I I mean, I don't know what the main event's going to be, but... Like a hot start to a show. Sure, why not? Um, So Daniel Bryan came out, but then King Corbin came out on his sedan chair and he was like, Mm. no, no, I need to do a promo first. And I was like, oh, okay. So then 
he cuts a promo, says that Brian and Miz are bad fathers and that he shouldn't even have to challenge for the Universal Championship no, because he's earned, he's, he's earned it because he's beaten Roman Reigns twice, which no one has done since he's returned, which is actually a pretty cool stat, I guess. It's yes. a ni- nice little... Uh, uh, I don't want to call him a justified heel, but that's a nice uh, a, a reasoning yes. for the heel to be to be annoyed at this. Um, but then that brings out Roman Reigns, who got yes. annoyed at that for reasons, um, and the people carrying Corbin drop him off his sedan, which was weird. and luckily, it was only the people on the right hand side of the sedan mm. chair who drop him. He kind of looks at them, going, "What are you doing, guys?" Uh, and they'll go like, "You know the." You've seen the, you know the scene in uh, Shrek mm-hmm. where uh, Shrek's like, "You and what army?" And then yeah. the, the guy sort of turns around and realizes that no one's that behind no one's him. behind him. Yeah, um, yeah. So Corbin turns around. Obviously, Roman's there. Mm-hmm. Um, punches him a few times, and then Corbin escapes into the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's sort of said, "Yeah." There's... And then it's just an ad break, and I was like, "Oh, so are we just doing?" Brian Miz, or yeah. are we doing what are we doing now? But uh, I mean, because I'd actually at this point completely forgotten everything that had happened. Mm. But luckily, immediately <laughs> after the ad break, there was a recap of those three minutes. Um, so then it was stuck in my mind uh, as to totally. what happened. Yeah. Um, uh, but then they then they went backstage, and Corbin was yelling at random backstage personnel man would, number three. Would, well, he was yelling at. What looked like himself <laughs> without a beard. Without a beard, yeah. Um, yeah, it felt like a bit like a Bray Wyatt promo from about three years ago. <laughs> That's true, yeah. He's just saying that the match should be postponed. So then they're just like, well, we don't know what's going to happen with this match. Mm. So let's go to something else. Uh, but later on, uh, there was... Uh, it, it got announced... Uh, who was it? Was it Caleb Braxton that was backstage? I think so. It um, was Caleb Braxton. Yeah. He just kind of goes... What was that all about? Yeah. 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 Um, One of them. Yeah, so she she announces, having spoken to... Random person random number, person number three. three. Yeah. yeah. That uh, Corbin was refusing mm-hmm. to compete, and therefore it would be a singles match... Between Brian between and Miz. Between Brian and Miz, which... That's fine. Is, was, when I saw it, I was like, oh, great. Yeah, that, that, that's all right then. That. Yeah. I don't really want to... Because it was obviously going to then be the main event. Totally. Um... I was like, oh, a main event without Baron Corbin. I That's the first time I've seen that in a few months, so I'm happy yeah, with that. exactly. Yeah, I was very happy with that. Uh, but then midway through the show, I was like, Daniel Bryan's in the ring with no entrance. I was like, so this well, isn't he, the main he'd event. He'd already had one earlier. He yeah, exactly. So up. I didn't want to double up on it. Mm. So I was like, so this isn't the main event then. And then The Miz came out, and Miz got pyro in his entrance. I was like, okay, this is this is the match. Cool. Carmella got pyro on her entrance, so it's not, it's not that special anymore. That's true. Uh, but then it, it starts off feeling like it's going to be like a big long match. There's like yeah. a little opening sequence. They're feeling each other out, trying to get in their moves. They have a double crossbody spot, and then King Corbin security run down and cause a double DQ. The moment they both went down, I was like, "Well, this is the moment that the match <laughs> gets stopped, isn't it?" Uh, yeah. So all they all come down. They get easily beaten up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then that's so it's a double DQ, mm-hmm. and they were thinking kind of. Right, so we have to do this match again. Yeah, it, it cuts backstage to Corbin. He's in gorilla position, and he's saying that's justice or something. Yeah, I, I think it's, I get I get what they're trying to do, and in some ways it really worked because the crowd like kept booing, booing. Like, like they were booing and booing and booing because like, you want to see this match. You've been promised this match twice now, mm-hmm. and it keeps getting delayed. So 
in a way, it's actually really quite clever the way they're doing it. Yes. Um, I can understand why someone like myself would be frustrated. Um, but other people were clearly like, were, we're eating it up. Um, yeah, totally. And it's a really good way to build it because you are just annoying people, really, yeah. on purpose, which is a, is a great sort of heel move. It is, yeah. And, and it's good that they did eventually do the match because yes, if they had postponed yeah. it to the next week, then that's just false advertising yeah, exactly. that's just not great but they did end up doing the match eventually there was a bit where uh king corbin and gorilla says it's justice and then uh Kayla braxton informs him that roman reigns has been uh invited to leave the arena or some of that he's been told to leave the he's arena been told to leave the arena which is code for he's, he's all, gonna come he's out later here. yeah they i would be so happy if they just stopped saying that yeah be um that, but. because it if you just say if they've been escorted away don't mention it mm. because the fact that they then appear later is more surprising. But yeah. because it's uh, be- because they have been banned from the arena is now a synonym for they're going to they're gonna show interfere. Up yeah. It's not surprising anymore. So you're just sort of waiting for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, this feud has been built so you also know that Dolph Ziggler is going to appear at some point. <laughs> yeah, and probably. lo and behold, yeah. he does. Um, but yeah, so because Roman Reigns has been asked to leave the arena, Corbin's like, you know what? I will fight tonight. Mm. I'm feeling it now. Uh, so then eventually we get to the main event, which is Miz versus Brian versus Corbin. And you know what? It's a really bloody good match. It was a good match. Really and enjoyed it. a particular it. spot that I really liked. Actually, I th- thought... I, I, that's the thought. Yeah, that's the thought. That Miz looked quite good in this. Miz looked great. He was really fired up. Mm-hmm. He was sort of r- kind of... He was attacking Brian, and then Corbin would try and intervene, mm-hmm. but Miz would generally fight him off. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. And there was a really nice spot where uh, Brian had got Corbin in the figure four, his version of the figure you four. You mean Miz? Yes. Yes. Thanks, Pete. No um, and then um, Brian sort of intervened with his label lock, and I was kind of... It was a really nice, nice spot. Yeah, um, because Corbin had reversed the pressure. Yeah, Bri- Brian the... rolled Corbin over to yeah. reverse the pressure onto Miz, so he was hurting Miz, and then yeah. put a bell lock in Corbin, so he was hurting both of them at the same time. Yes, with Corbin doing half the. It was great. Yeah, yeah. it was a re- right. really, really inventive spot. Cool move. Yeah, um, and then yeah, Ziggler comes in, hits hits a super kick onto Brian. Onto uh, Brian, uh, Brian yeah. hit a running knee onto Corbin, saying it looked like Brian was going to win. Yeah. But then Ziggler came out of nowhere, hit a super kick on Brian. Uh, and then he rolled Corbin onto Brian, almost going to win. But then Corbin gets dragged out of the ring. By who? By the big dog. Roman Reigns, once again. Ooh. Ooh ah. Uh, and then he beats down Corbin, and it goes straight to an ad break. And I was like, oh, okay. I thought that yeah. was the end of the match. Apparently not. And we come back, and Reigns and Corbin have brawled out of the arena. So yeah, we're, told we're just told on yeah. commentary. They're not here anymore. They're, ju- they're just not here. So now it's Miz and Brian one-on-one. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I had a prediction, which I'm really glad didn't come true. I was like, I swear to God, if they say now it's a singles match and they have a DQ finish, when it started off as a triple threat, I swear to God, but well, they didn't. I actually thought this was the best Brian-Miz match We'd had in like, this whole sort of their feud because their their ones last well not last year but all like in earlier in 2019 were pretty poor. Well, they were, I think they, the, the builds were bad. really the builds were really good. Yeah, but I don't the think the matches didn't reach that caliber yeah. of of the builds. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it was a it was a fun match. Uh, Miz was kind of working heel almost. He was targeting totally, the knee yeah. of Daniel Bryan, which you don't. It's quite a cool thing because obviously Daniel Bryan's finisher is. 
the running knee. Yeah. Um, so that was a cool. He sort of did this sort of like a shin breaker from, yeah. the, from, from like the middle, the middle rope. rope. Like yeah. jumped off and did a shin breaker. Um, it was really, really cool. Did yeah. Another, did another few. Uh, few um, like Brian was struggling to hit his, his yes kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, Great selling the, from Brian. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I think the Miz kind of forgot that Brian has two finishers. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Brian locks in the uh, LaBelle lock and Miz taps. Yeah. Uh, so he, Brian, uh, Brian kicks out of the skull crushing finale before that as well, which was nice. He does. Which yeah. was a nice little spot where, you know, it looked like he was going to win. It was actually really cool for Miz. He hit the skull crushing finale, but then pinned him in a way so that as soon as Brian kicks out, he goes straight into a figure four. Yeah. And I was like, that's. That's a really cool spot. But yeah, he gets a, like a modified LaBelle look and then he kind of grabs his arm and then transitions to the face. Yeah. Miz trying not to have his hips on the floor, so he was trying to scrambling sideways and stuff. It was really, really well done. Uh, but yeah, uh, Brian gets the, the submission victory. Uh, quick Firefly Funhouse appears on the screen, just yeah. being like, uh, I don't know if he is done with you. Ooh. Talking about The Fiend. Uh, are you willing to do whatever it takes? Are you willing to let him in? Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then it goes to Fiend Face. Uh, it cuts back to Brian, and he just starts celebrating, does a yes chant yeah. to end the show. Um, I thought it was pretty well done, honestly. Yes. Um, I think the story got a bit convoluted throughout the show. It's kind of, it's a triple threat. It's yeah. a singles match. It's a triple threat. It's a singles match. It kind of went back and it forth worked, a bit too, ma- too many times. But it times. was also a bit sort of like, okay, you've done this one too many times Exactly. Now. It did but, feel a bit repetitive by the, the end. The question is, Pete, should Daniel Bryan beat The Fiend? I was getting there, Datsun. At Royal Rumble. And the answer is no. I don't think he should, no. no. Uh, I think this story has been really, really good. And I love mm. that the transformation he's done on Bryan made him go back to you know his roots, how he kind of started mm. this decade. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's too early for The Fiend to lose. And I think that there's so much story potential for Bryan if he loses going on for Miz and or Corbin or mm. all these other avenues he can take after it that isn't him beating The Fiend. Yeah. Now, I will say, though, if he does beat The Fiend, I don't think I'm going to complain. I, I still think that Brian beating The Fiend, I think that's actually okay. I think Ollie Which, and Luke would take a week off if that happened. I don't think they will. I think it would be... Very damaging. You reckon? To, yeah, and I, he's already damaged though. Heaven Cell I know. But really you killed him. You don't want to damage him more. Is that like? I don't think it will though. I I think that he's already had that moment of damage, which yeah. is irreparable. He's not going to be ever at the same level as he was before Heaven Cell this year. No. So I think if Brian beats him at Rumble, I think. That's okay if it plays into a story. Mm. If there's some sort of repercussion from it moving forwards, if the fiend has an extra character trait because of it, I think I'm okay with I it. I think there are two ways this should go. One yeah. is that the fiend just squashes Brian in a minute. Just I love that. Completely yeah. takes him out, and That'd then cool. everyone's like, "Oh man, yeah, he just did that to Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. Like because in that way they can rebuild him as this." Because they, yes, if you say they've done loads of damage to him as a sort of person who just takes lots of moves and kicks out, that's not what you want. You want someone who just wins. Yeah. Um, or you have him actually struggle a bit and then just get himself DQ'd in a kind of mm-hmm. just by sort of destroying Brian, uh, like getting a weapon of some kind and just completely just ripping him to pieces. Um, because I think. 
he has to win, and I think he has to at least have it to WrestleMania. It seems like they're building towards Roman Reigns versus The Fiend, um, which obviously you would expect Roman to win because there'll be a sort of, ah, who can defeat this man? Do you mean to tell me that they want to have a Roman Reigns crowning moment at WrestleMania? I know it's a shock... It's a shock idea, but what? I, I think they might. I don't go, think they've ever done that before. I think they might go for it this year because uh, they've probably been reading WrestleTalk.com. Um, Bold prediction that. And I'm going for it. I'm sticking my neck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think they're going to do it. But to answer the question, uh, no, he shouldn't win. Like, I wouldn't be. I would be much. I would have been much more disappointed if like someone else had beaten him. I can. I, Daniel Bryan's a more worthy winner. Totally. However. I don't want him to win, and I don't yes. think don't think he should win because mm-hmm. he's not. He he can lose as many times he like, and he he won't lose anything out of it. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I I don't think Brian should win. I don't think I'm going to be as mad as mm. I would be for someone else. But yes, I agree. I don't think he should win. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Uh, but let's see what you guys thought. Let's get into some Susu Super Chats, or in this case, Susu Super Chat, <gasps> singular, from Jobber JJ, who just says, Hello, lads. Hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Who in WWE feels like the Royal Rumble winner, male or female? We all say Roman, but is he really? 
Probably. Probably. Uh, the... I think it's going to be Roman and Corbin as the final two. I shall... And he'll eliminate Corbin. Oh, that's Corbin. a good idea. Uh, I'll check what... No, the... it's not. It's a terrible idea. No, no, no. That's as in, that's a good idea, and that's probably what's it's going to happen. It's a good prediction. Yeah. Um, Are you going to look up the live I'm betting check, odds? I'm check the current betting odds. I believe, last time I checked, it was Roman and Ronda. Ronda is a very good shout. Uh, yeah, uh, so Roman Reigns back. is favourite. Then Big C- fave. And CM Punk... Kevin Owens, Bray Wyatt, and Kane Velasquez. Ugh. Latest is that Velasquez isn't going to win, isn't going to be facing Brock yes, at, Brock uh, WrestleMania. at Mania, Yes. Oh, Norris Tyson Fury, new favorite for the Women's Royal Rumble. It is no longer Ronda Rousey. She is now mm-hmm. second favorite, and okay. the new favorite is Shayna Baszler. Ooh, so, that's very possible. Absolutely, I see, see that it. happen. They, yeah. they gave her the crowning moment at. Survivor Series, totally. they've pushed her. Apparently, everyone really likes her. Everyone likes the way she works. Um, and they could totally do a Shayna-Becky match at Mania. Yeah, because, because it they've was, already had that. And Shayna won at Survivor Series, uh, tapping out Bailey rather than Becky. So they've still exactly. got that tension. They have that really cool video package together, that sit-down interview together uh, in the Build to Survivor Series. So, yeah, I'd be, I'd be well up for that. That would be um, awesome. Let's have a look. Uh should we see who the lowest bottom favourite is? Bottom favourite, yeah, let's do uh, it. Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon, 150 to 1. 150 to 1. <laughs> nice. Zaya Lee is 150 to 1. That 150 to 1 is well. not surprising also. So good luck, Zaya. I, uh, I think you're going to do Zaya it. Good luck, Zaya Lee. Um, but to answer the question, I think it probably will be them, but if it's not them... You'd I, you'd want it to be someone you'd want you'd want it to make a new star. So maybe someone like Drew McIntyre. I would Alistair love Black. to see him win. Alistair Black... Um, on Buddy the wi- Murphy on the women's side someone coming up from NXT yeah, like Shane, Shane Bay is a great idea I Shane actually Bay's think that's great the idea. best idea um, or maybe someone like Dakota Kai I don't know just build a star uh, um, if not then I think Bobby Lashley and Lana should win Dana um, Brooke Dana Brooke's not going to win you don't know that no Let's get into the rest of the show. Uh, so, the rest of SmackDown opened up. Sorry, the the episode of SmackDown opened up with Elias, mm. uh, and he started a. When I say we need Elias, you say yes, we do. Mm. Should we do a, uh, a quick reenactment of this? Go so for I'll it. go. When I say Elias, you. S- what was it? We need Elias. <laughs> we need Elias. You say. You yeah. say yeah, the crowd didn't get into this. Didn't really. I think it was about and two people that tried to get It was quite awkward. Like, yeah. he, the, the second time, maybe ten people joined in. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the first time, it, he, he said it, and they kind of... Hmm. Uh, Elias then ran down the card for that night talking about how Lacey Evans is going to be on a moment of bliss we had the triple threat yeah. with the Miz the return of a moment of bliss what yeah. I've been waiting for that's my real Christmas present this that's year. true yeah um, I would be perfectly okay with this every single week if it was more funny mm. Because I think there was a couple of jokes at the start which were fine. Um, I mean, he got massive round of applause at the end of his little performance running down the card. Yes. Uh, so I think if he keeps doing this, it's a bit right. That's because he ended with some. He like said Shane McMahon sucks and things like that. That so was at the start. 
Yeah, he no, said but, like, throughout... it's Friday Night Smackdown and it starts right now. He was building. Like that, was he was building up. And, and and interestingly, I thought the most interesting thing about this was that it was before the opening credits because normally yes. you do the opening credits and then you cold go, open. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Elias. Uh, yes. But yeah, no, it actually it opened opened the show uh, mm-hmm. and then you had the. Pete really likes hate, that. Hate that opening music so much. Um, but uh, it's yeah. a fine song. It's a bad song to open a wrestling yeah. show. But uh, no, it was it was cool. It was a different opening, and I like it when they try new things. So yes. uh, thumbs agreed. Up. Thumbs um, up for me. But I still don't think Elias is a babyface. I just it's strange, isn't it? Like, I know he is. It a baby, worked. Before. I know he is a babyface. Yeah. But I don't think he should be a babyface. No, he is so much better as a heel. He gets so much more crowd reaction mm. as a heel. Ah, well. Because he's really good at saying hometown <laughs> suck yeah. and what what better way to to get heat yeah after the opening uh miz not miz brian corbin yeah. rain stuff uh we have a six-man tag next which is the new day and braun Strowman. so yeah. kingston and so biggie versus shinsuke nakamura cesaro and sammy Zayn is wrestling again for the first time good god since on tv yeah he's done, he's done house shows but for the first time since the 19th of August. Or That's my birthday. August my actual birthday. <laughs> oh, don't. You're don't. You've just ruined this now. Uh, uh, August 19 for our American watchers. Yes. Um, That's a that long bloody fir- time. The first round of the King of the Ring tournament, which was obviously won by Baron Cobbin. That's four um, bloody months. But they've months. not used Sami Zayn as a wrestler. Injured. He was injured. But he's the best wrestler. He's not the best. He's, he is a he's one good. of the best wrestlers on the yeah, on the roster. Yeah, absolutely. It was very nice to see him in his very plain trunks, <laughs> um, tights, I guess. Uh, but yeah, no, it was and it was a fun match. It was. This was a really fun match. That it started off one thing. I was like, okay, six man tag. This will probably be a little bit fun. Generally, six yeah. man tags in WWE are. And there was one thing that just really piqued my interest. As they went into an ad break, Cesaro hit the biggest uppercut in the world on Kofi. to Kofi Kingston over, over the commentary table. And it does that thing that footballers do when they kick someone by going. I didn't, I didn't touch him. I didn't, He's just he dived. He, yeah. Um, he dived over yeah, the commentary no, table. Absolutely. It was kind That's of like, awesome. okay, this is a fun match. This is a fun match. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is going to be a really fun this match. This is a really fun match, yeah. Um, and then there was another one after the ad break when, again, Kingston was the one that got beaten down in this match repeatedly. Yeah. They did a, a really long beatdown, but it was a fun beatdown. It wasn't like a long, like, here's a rest hold. Here's a rest hold. Yeah. Tag in. Here's a rest hold. It was a really fun, entertaining beatdown of Kingston, which really organically built to a massive Braun Strowman hot tag. Yeah. There was another really good uppercut from Cesaro. Kingston sold it like a champ. Yeah. He just collapsed. It was awesome. No, I, I, you knew the hot tag was coming. Everyone knows so, the hot tag is coming. You do. But the more you delay it, and when you delay it by not doing rest holds, mm-hmm. the crowd's building and building and building. When they finally do it, it was massive. He just runs into the ring, just like shoulder charges everyone. Mm-hmm. Then he realizes that everyone is outside the ring. And you know what? I really liked the fact that they didn't just do him running round and round and round and mm-hmm. round. They stopped it. So what was it? Nakamura by jumps Na- in by Nakamura being giant, awesome yeah. with a massive knee off the steps. Yeah, um, it was just Great. really nice to see them change it up because you kind of with with WWE a lot of the spots are for kids, should we say? Yes. Because they are everyone wants to see specific spots in a match, but to see it kind of interrupted by something new and interesting. Mm-hmm. 
uh, was really fun to see. Um, yeah, it was really, really nice. Uh, there, there was a bit where Nakamura was going to get power slammed by Strowman, but Cesaro saved him, then does his springboard corkscrewing uppercut thing that he does to Strowman, which took him off his feet, yeah. which is great. That wasn't like a little, like, oh, I'm going to no-sell this uppercut. Yeah, and there was a it bit was, out, was really, really good. outside the ring where Cesaro just runs into Strowman, and Strowman goes flying, and it's yeah. like... I just forgot how good Cesaro is. I know, Cesaro is awesome. He's so strong, and they like they do these mini power spots for him. Mm-hmm. And, but then he get, then he loses the next week to whoever you like. Yeah. Um, he's great. Yeah, and then um, the, the finish came when Nakamura grabbed the pancake tray mm. that Kingston came out with that he carries his pancakes on, and he looks like he's going to hit Strowman with it while the ref is oh. distracted. But Kingston comes up, grabs the pancake tray, donk over Nakamura's head, which allows Nakamura to be power slammed by Strowman mm. uh, for Strowman to pick up the pinfall victory. And honestly, I know it's it's never really fun when your champions get pinned. No. I am perfectly okay with Nakamura getting pinned here because he, he's protected from the fact that they use the foreign object on yeah. him. So he's protected in that way. And the referee was distracted. It was a big six-man tag schmoz, as it were. And then Strowman won with a power slam. And it sets up a Strowman-Nakamura IC title plan, probably for the Rumble. We never put uh, pancake platters on our T-shirts, did we, as the foreign no, objects? we uh, should. We should look have, into that. Have to do it at WrestleTalkMerch.com. WrestleTalkMerch.com. Good um, plug. But, uh, yeah, no, it was a really uh, fun match. Mm. And then after the... Speaking, battle, of, speaking of fun... Um, the New Day is sort of dancing around, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get... And they sort of say, oh, you, they, you, you always say, get these hands... But this time for Detroit, for they Detroit, should yeah. get this dance. Which they should have just said, "Get these hips." Get these obviously, hips. Totally. Which the crowd started chanting. Yeah. Um, and it he sort of pushes away Kofi and and I don't think anyone's fault. He was obviously going to do. Of course. Um, but he does a fun dance. Yeah. Which it, it's just, whatever. You know what? It's a fun moment. There was I'm massive. Gonna, I'm not going to complain about house show vibes it. on this Absolutely. one. Is, is what it was. It, what it was. And, and then, I said, I'm not going to complain. It was fun. We got an advert. Did you see this? For Bobby Lashley and Lana's wedding mm. on Monday's episode of Raw. Totally. And it's be a I fun time. forgot how much I hate this. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm not. I'm not a particularly uh, negative person when it comes to this sort of thing. But uh, <laughs> I think that's the funniest joke you made all day, uh, mate. <laughs> that it just reminded me of how appalling this whole thing. Is. I know people. Really I bad. know people find it really entertaining, mm-hmm. but I can't bring myself to. I know. Um, and then we got another recap oh, of what well. happened earlier, and we get a recap of Roman Reigns getting dog food poured over him, which yeah. is. Always something I want to be reminded Absolutely, of. Absolutely, like, because I just forgot. But then backstage, Sonia mm. Deville is signing some magazines. In walks Mandy Rose. For who? I don't know. Um, but Mandy Rose walks in and just says, hey, I've got a match next. Let's go. And Sonia Deville was like, you didn't come for my match last week. Why yeah. would I come out for your match this week? Which they didn't mention, but they made up on WWE.com exclusive. They were like really happy and friendly after that, but they clearly, because that wasn't on TV, they've just gone, yeah. oh no, you want to ah, be, it doesn't count. You want to be annoyed at each other next yeah. week. So yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, as you said, so she was like, oh, well, I'll just finish signing these and, then I'll, mm. and I'll come out to your match with Carmelo. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll be there. Yeah. And it was because Mandy had Otis's sweat over her mm. from the hug last week is why she wouldn't couldn't go out. Absolutely. Uh, so she's, you know, goes away with her magazines and uh, Otis walks in holding a big cake Mm. Uh, a fruit cake, and fruit he cake. says uh, it's a homemade fruit cake. It's got fruit in it, mm. which is a great line. Um, 
Mandy says it's really sweet, and then she takes it and she walks off, and Otis kind of does like a little, as she's walking away, like reaches his hand out. It was, Otis is great. Do you Bloody love Otis. that Mandy's in love? Do you think, perhaps, that she has been swept away by the currents? The currents? Mm. As in? The currents in the cake. In the fruitcake, the mm. currents. Mm. Has she been swept away by the currents, like in a river? It's not as good as your previous ones, mate. No. In previous weeks. It's a, it's a, it's been a tough week, everyone. <laughs> it has, yeah. Um, Christmas has really got to you. Yeah. But uh, I don't like fruitcake. I mean, I would have been really quite disappointed with that. With that hey, it's homemade. Appreciate the effort. Did you say his mum made it? Yes. Yeah. Pre-sliced and then iced, which pre-sliced. is a very unusual way of doing a cake, I have to say. <laughs> Hashtag pre-sliced yeah. and iced. Uh, so it looks like Mandy and Sonia might be kind of breaking up. There's a lot of tension mm. with... Uh, Otis kind of getting involved with Mandy and maybe Sonya's going to start blaming Otis and be like, no, yeah. he's distracting you from what's important and all that jazz. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of tension playing up that, which was played up later on, which we'll get on to. You don't need to break them up because they're not doing Ooh, anything anyway. Not at all. And as soon as they become single stars, they'll just become single stars who lose The thing anyway. is, though... And they're, they're just, at the moment, they're just a tag team that loses. And at, if you break them up, then they're just two single stars who lose. At the minute, they're still having singles matches anyway. Yeah. So th- you don't even need to break them up, but hey-ho, whatever. They're building uh, Carmella, so that's... Speaking of singles matches... Yes. Carmella versus Mandy Rose happened without Sonya Deville. The she didn't come out. weird thing about this match is that Corey Graves' gimmick is that he finds Mandy Rose the most intoxicating woman in the world. I know, yeah. While his real-life girlfriend <laughs> is having a match <laughs> with her. I know. So he's kind of going, Crazy. oh, Mandy's so attractive. Yeah. When he's like, she's being beaten up by his girlfriend. Yeah. So it was, it was an um, interesting dynamic. Carmella had a little in-screen promo as this match started, just saying she's a former SmackDown Women's Champion, former um, first Miss Money in the Bank, etc., uh, but uh, this match actually got a little bit longer than normal. It yeah. was like, you know, five minutes rather than one, which is better. Um, and it was okay. There was a couple of nice little spots. Mandy hits a nice knee kick. It was a it was a two star solid, yeah, normal match. Yeah, and Carmella wins. Uh, with a super kick, but yes, Sonya mm-hmm. was not at ringside. Yeah, um, um, there was a, a nice little sequence of roll-ups before that. I thought, which yeah. came with then a super kick, and then Carmella picked up yeah. the win. Um, it's a bit unfortunate that like Carmella got the win. Hey, Carmella got the win. Now let's talk about the main event. It was like a yeah. very quick, like, okay, that's done. Women stuff out the way. Let's talk about the main event. That's um, usual. But uh, yeah, Sonyville wasn't there for that. See how that plays into it next week. Uh, Sheamus cuts the same promo that he's been cutting forever now, saying it's a new SmackDown. Blah, 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 yeah. He's going to come and destroy I people. Sure. I genuinely don't remember anything he said because I just assumed it was the same as last week. It is. Uh, the same at least as they're last not. Week. At least they're not saying coming soon. They're just saying yeah, at Sheamus. Least, because, at least not coming because soon. Because they're not just saying coming soon because then that could be M- WrestleMania or like Royal Rumble 2034. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to him coming back, but this is getting a bit tiresome. Yes, agreed. Uh, we then get the return of a moment of bliss. Finally. Uh, and I like the way they introduce this. It's Alexa Bliss and her best friend, Nikki Cross. Because everyone's best friends with everyone. Everyone's best friends. Um, but yeah, and she even lets Nikki speak. Mm. And she's like, ooh, <laughs> welcome, Lacey Evans, to the show. Um... <laughs> Hello, Scotland. Um, and uh, Oh, my God. What's her name? Who did that just sound like? What's her bloody name? The presenter woman. What is her name? I've got a picture of her face in my head, and I can't get rid present? of it. Lots of things. She does a lot of like morning shows and stuff like that. Oh, Lorraine Kelly. Yes, Lorraine Kelly. 
That's who you sounded like. Shout out to you, Lorraine. Shout out to I'm, all I'm, the I'm American a, viewers who will not get that watching. reference. Um, but yeah, but so Lorraine she Kelly. introduces Lacey Evans, um, and Alexa kind of reminds Lacey that Sasha was very mean to her and mm. her daughter, and then <laughs> Lacey says kind of, um, I'm proud of my kid. I, mm-hmm. If you do She's that in front of my kid, I snap. Um, the last thing you want to do is mess with the child of a mother. Yeah. Which, which is, is every child, child ever. Yes. Because if you're a child, you have a you mother. You have a mother. Uh, so yeah. I, think she, I think she got her words mixed up. But it was a fine, it was, it was an acceptable promo. And what I liked was that she wasn't a stupid baby face. She said, No. If I sit here for any longer, they're going to blindside me. So I'm going to get to the ring so they, they can't, can't kind of attack me from behind. Which, which is cool, which is like fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. It's, it's stopping what I thought was... She basically said, this is what you all thought was going to happen. Yeah. And I'm going to stop that from happening. Yes. Uh, but then it happened anyway to, da- well, <laughs> to Dana yeah, Brooke. Because she's not as important as Lacey Evans. Dana but... Brooke with her word art uh, <laughs> entrance. <laughs> It's, uh... Uh, I, I thought it was a good promo from Lacey Evans, yeah. and she's actually a pretty decent babyface. Yes. I think she's coming off coming off as quite sympathetic. It's a very easy story to sell to be like, "You're messing with my daughter. Yeah. Don't do that." Um, but yeah, I think she's doing pretty well. Uh, as Dana Brooke comes out, as you mentioned, she's being dragged out by uh, Bailey and Banks, and Banks gets on the mic and just be like, "Hey, you may be a good mother, but you're a terrible tag team partner." Ah. I don't, also, why didn't they move any of the, the uh, Moment of Bliss stuff? They just kind of left the set there. I think probably because Lacey Evans went off the script oh, yeah. and walked to the ring before it could end. The, I guy, don't know. the guys in the black probably t-shirt like that. couldn't get there in time. I know, yeah. Um, but then they all brawl, goes to an air break, comes back, and the, yeah. and the match is underway. Um, I thought this match was actually pretty okay again. This was actually pretty yeah. decent. Uh, uh, it built nice, to a hot tag nice for bits. Lacey. And Lacey's hot tag was actually pretty good, I thought. Yep. She's got some nice offense, nice offense that can get the crowd going. There was a lot of, um, she did a little, uh, I forget what you call it, like a slingshot elbow over the top rope. Uh, and she did a really nice moonsault, the one where she goes on the middle yeah, rope. She, she did a little salute, jumps up to the top as she spins around and does a moonsault off it. It was cool. The, the problem with Evans at, at the start of her a main roster run mm. was that she had quite a cool moveset, but she kept just botching every yeah, move she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was that horrible... Uh, who did she hit that? Natalia, I think she hit a really been, yeah. horrible moonsault on because she just All landed knees. like knees first into yeah. her like gut and her yeah. and her chest. But she hit fun. this one really cleanly. She's hitting. Mm-hmm. She, I really like her her moonsault. She's uh, no, uh, yeah. So her moonsault, her uh, slingshot uh, elbows. You said she's got some really like a nice off, uh, like a, just a nice sort of move set. Yeah. Um, and Dana Brooke has just improved beyond so much, yeah. Anything she's not, she's never going to be over particularly over with the crowd. But using her as a kind of lackey for Lacey mm-hmm. Evans as sort of like a sympathetic babyface to take the to take the pins or the or the, or the submissions as she did mm-hmm. in this. But there was there was a nice moment um, where Sasha ducks a women's right. <laughs> she just clocks Bailey. Clocks instead. Bailey instead, which was nice. Uh, yeah. But the finish comes where I think is it Sasha throws. Or someone throws Lacey into the corner. She does the Braun Strowman shoulder first into the corner mm-hmm. post spot. Um, and then uh, Dana tries to roll up Sasha, but then gets rolled up into, into the bank a statement. bank statement. She taps yes. pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, but I thought it was a solid finish. Uh, it was really like smoothly done. From the roll up straight into the bank statement was a really, really nice like transition. There was a couple of good spots peppered throughout the match. Mm-hmm. It was a nice hot tag from Lacey. 
it had everything it really needed to do. Um, yep. I thought it was really, really cool. The only downside, I think, to this feud is that it's building the feud between Lacey and Banks more than it is Lacey and Bailey. It kind of yeah. feels like Bailey, who's the champion, is like the third wheel of yep. this feud, which is a bit... It's it's not great, and you yeah, should I mean, really be building Bailey a bit more. I can see. So Bailey announced on the show that Bailey is now the longest running SmackDown Women's Champion, which usually means that she's about to drop it. Yes. Um, so I think Lacey's going to beat her mm-hmm. at Royal Rumble. At Royal Rumble, yeah. And then Lacey's first feud will be with Hesha Banks. I think that's yeah, the that easiest, makes sense. Yeah. The easiest thing to do. Um, but yeah, and then so we had that match. It finished. They're kind of celebrating, and then we. Cut backstage to uh, Dolph Ziggler mm. trying to step on Otis's turf Quite and uh, flirt with Mandy. Yeah. Um, and he kind of says, oh, it's, so the cake is there. And he's like, oh, you got me a cake. Oh, you, you, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. Um, but uh, And she's sort of like, oh, no, no, it's, it's not yours. Otis Otis gave this to me. And he's like, oh, and sort of tries a bit of the icing and... Uh, and kind of go, oh, you don't want this. It's probably like it's better for the cockroaches. Puts it on the floor and steps on it. In fact, you could say, oh no, that the cake was battered. He battered the cake. Um, so then, yeah, he he walks <laughs> off, and and Mandy sort of looks a bit upset. Yeah, she it was does. A present, and she was probably gonna be tucking into that. Tucky, tucky, T- in, uh, tucky, tucky into that. Yeah, yeah that wasn't actually that was that wasn't almost purpose. one. Uh, but yeah, but then uh, Ziggler gets dragged away just as he's about to try and make New Year's plans with Mandy. He gets dragged away by Corbin, mm-hmm. says, who, who says he needs to speak to him. Wonder what that could be about. Um, and then after that, I thought that was a nice little segment as well. It, yeah, it's classic storytelling where you've got the guy who's like kind of the the guy that shouldn't have the girl, quote unquote, mm. and you've got the cocky high school jock yeah, in Dolph with the, Ziggler, with the long hair who, and the muscles, you know, wants to try and get the hot girl and all that stuff. It, it's basic storytelling, but it's really doing here's, the job. Here's how good Otis is. My brother never watches wrestling; mm-hmm. like he never, ever, ever watches it. But I got a text from him the other night saying, "I was just up, I was just up, and they were doing the highlights of SmackDown. I love Otis," mm-hmm. and I was like. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, he's it's, great. Yeah, because he just saw him just like doing his caterpillar mm-hmm. in the match against the uh, the revival last week, mm-hmm. and he's just immediately lovable. Um, I don't know if you did you mention the bit where he kind of comes out and sort of picks, not yet. Um, we get on uh, to that. Okay, yeah. I mean, we could just talk about it now because yeah, because I think, after the I think that's segment, the, yeah. But. So he there's they cuts back scene uh, back scene backstage back scene. and you see him walking along uh, and then he spots the cake on the floor mm. and he picks it up. And he probably thinks that Mandy... He probably thinks that Mandy did it. So he's going to be heartbroken. She's going to have to explain to him next week that she would never break his cake. I don't understand why Mandy didn't clean it up, though. <laughs> or no, get, or get went, someone to. Oh, well, it's there. Well, you know, just I destroyed mean, the cake. <laughs> Not she, my problem. He, uh, he iced that cake for her. Exactly, yeah. Or maybe so, his mum did. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it, like I said before, really basic storytelling. But it's doing exactly what it needs to do. Absolutely. I'm into it. Uh, Mustafa Ali had a backstage kind of edited promo, which yeah. I thought was really, really good. Yeah, because you saw the stamp. Like the, the, uh, That's the first time I've properly seen that stamp. And when you see his eye just kind of swell up into this, you're like, yeah. That. Should probably explain what the stamp is. Yes. Yeah, so um, early this year, as many people know, he was set to take part in a gauntlet match mm-hmm. to uh, decide the num no what was it to, to... it was the gauntlet match for the elimination chamber 
Question mark. Number one contender for Fastlane? I don't know. There was a gauntlet match, and he was supposed match. to be in it. But the week prior to that, uh, he was in a match with Randy Orton, and he got uh, stepped on, or basically just stamped on. and On the face. Yeah, and you see it in slow-mo, and, and Randy basically catches him right in the eye with his heel. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's, the, his whole eye just swells. I mean, you see that he's, yeah. something is wrong there. Um, and which forced him to be pulled out from the match. Kofi was put in, and that's basically how Kofi Mania started. Yep. Would we have had Ali Mania? I don't know. Um, but, oh, sorry, Mustafa Ali, as he now is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's kind of mentioning things that happened through the year. Mustafa Mania is so Yeah, much and how there was darkness, but he always tries to bring the light. Yes. Uh, he's saying 2019 wasn't that great. Yeah. Here's this thing that went wrong. Here's that thing that went wrong. Here's this other thing that went wrong. Mm. But in 2020, he's going to continue his pursuit to be a champion. Absolutely. That's really cool. I can get on board with that. And I think it'll be a really cool moment when he does, if he continues, you know, through promos and through things like that, try and get this story over. It's like, I haven't been a champion yet. I really want to be a champion. I think once he eventually does win the championship, a championship of some description. Yeah, I can see him winning the IC. I, I really can see cool. Braun will probably beat Shinsuke. That's what I assume. Braun will drop it to someone. Yeah, and then Ali can win that. Or he'll just have a feud with Sheamus as a kind of battle, battle of the who can have the longest line of promos on consecutive shows. Could do that. Um, I'm thinking that Strowman beats Nakamura. Sheamus beats Strowman when he comes back for the IC, and then Mustafa Ali goes against Sheamus. Yeah. Eventually, uh, maybe after a couple of f- different feuds for Sheamus, Ali yeah. comes. Maybe at SummerSlam time, the, Ali comes in. The, the SmackDown roster is a bit thin, and it, you, as you mentioned in your news, it, it appears that the uh, Usos are going back to Raw, so mm-hmm. they're not going to get those either. So the SmackDown roster is looking a bit thin on the ground, especially the tag division, which is why they're kind of having to make all these Franken teams between Nakamura. And Zayn and Cesaro and stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, it's uh, it was. Uh, is that, I think that's the last thing that happened, apart from the the main event. Yes, after that, um, it was just the main event, which we've already spoken about. Yeah, so, so I mean, for me, it overall, was a perfectly good show. It, nothing bad happened really. Mm-hmm. There was like, yeah, you can get annoyed about the the sort of them restarting the match a few times, but yeah, for me, it's a it's a. It's a high three out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I can give it a four because there was nothing that kind of there was nothing outstanding. But I enjoyed the majority of the matches, and I'm continuing to enjoy the Otis stuff. Um, and having Brian win was the right decision. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I actually gave it a low smacktastic, <gasps> a low four out of five. Do positive, uh, Pete. Uh, well, you know, uh, because I because I should <laughs> positive, Pete. Uh, because I really enjoyed uh, the vast majority of stuff on this yeah. show. Honestly, like I really liked the the Otis Mandy story, and I thought that main event was class. That six man tag match was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed like the Lacey stuff, and even Carmella and Mandy Rose. It was like it was a quick match, but it had some cool spots in it and it did what it needed to do so yeah i'm gonna give it a low four out of five for that one um according to you guys if we look at the community tab poll we did earlier 7.7 thousand votes currently uh 59 of people voting smack bang in oh, the middle i was right three out of five uh with 14 percent saying smack downers a two out of five and 13 percent Saying smack tattoos. So it's very, very close. But some in people that middle still bracket. clearly drunk from Christmas. Uh, 4% said Smagnificent. And 10% said a smack in the face. Mm. Um, so yeah, overall, very much kind of in that, that middle bracket.
But let's see what else you guys thought. Let's get into some more Susu Super Chats. Uh, Dan, Mayor of Painesville Dan, comes in to say, Hi guys, aren't these Super Chats great? I can ask you anything. Wonderful stuff. So, when Ruby Riot returns, where should she go? Raw, SmackDown, or NXT? Good question, Dan. I hope you're having a big one. Uh, <laughs> Ruby Riot. That's a good question. She, she should. She know. should. She is fit. She's ready to return. Apparently. Yes. Um, so if she returns, it'll probably be at the Royal Rumble. I'd assume uh, so because the rosters only have ten people in like each one. So basically, everyone has to be in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd put her on. Sorry, Raw. I'd put her on Raw. Raw. Uh, because I think it needs some more sort of challenges for Becky Lynch. Uh, yeah. Because she's got Asuka, but I mm-hmm. think I imagine she's going to beat Asuka as a kind of redemption story because mm-hmm. she lost last year. Yeah. Um, and then that's it. Like, who's she going to face? Charlotte again. Yeah, Charlotte. So, I mean, but I would I would happily see her go back anywhere because she, as she proved on NXT, she's really good. She's like, great. Ruby Wright's a brilliant wrestler. Yeah. Um, she needs to give her a bit more, bit so, more shine. Yeah. So, I'm, I'd be happy to see her go anywhere, but just basically put her the place where she's actually going to get a singles run yes. uh, and, a, and a shot at a title because uh, she's more than capable. Yeah. Uh, Jobber JJ comes in to say, uh, why does everyone say Ronda return and Reigns will not? Can us fans and WWE move forward and stop going into the past? We will have two new winners, new stars. Oh, so it's saying Rumble winners. Okay. Uh, it's saying Ronda and Roman. Uh, and that's, the, that's just the common fan theory right now. I think Ronda returning is probably what they want to do. It's... I, I don't think they actually wanted her to leave after Mania no. last year. Oh, no, absolutely not. But, they, uh, they, they, she has a three-year contract, so they clearly didn't exactly, plan yeah. on her leaving. So I think her returning, they're going to be really pushing for that. And for her to come in and win the Rumble where she made her debut yeah. you know, two years ago, I think that's going to be kind and, of a big moment that they, they're they going to want to have. Unfortunately, it's the, it's the logical decision, which probably means it's not going mm, to happen. Possibly, uh, yeah. But it makes sense because that allows Roman to just challenge whoever he likes at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. which would probably be The Fiend, and it allows uh, Ronda or Shayna, as oh it may be, to set up a rematch with Becky. I just thought of something. What if Reigns wins and challenges Lesnar? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> but in agreement with you, though, Jobber JJ, I would love it if we have two new winners and two new stars. That would be great. Oh, I yeah. just don't think that's Absolutely. what they're going to do. I want more people to win it and that who haven't won it before. I know Ronda hasn't won it before, but like, there are other people who yeah, could win it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, we've got some general rest related Super Chats now. Uh, Speakbike Gaming said, It's Chandy. Is that our name? I don't know. So Christmas evening, I got engaged! Oh, my Whoa! God! Congratulations! Did, did you get engaged recently? No! Um, Christmas, I don't know if he means Christmas Eve or the evening no, of Christmas. Christmas evening, I would that's assume. A, that's amazing. That is. Congratulations. Well I'm, that is, yeah, that's And that's give us fantastic. an invite for your wedding. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't know where it is. Wait, it's called, he's called Spikebite. So I'm assuming you're German. Um, Spike is a German word. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, invite us along. I will definitely be there and I will, uh, happily be the, uh, priest. <laughs> I'll roll on the R's. And the uh, the final one uh, from Felix Swag 42 is just a super chat, but with no message. Thank you, Felix Swag 42. You 
know, speaking of uh, Christmas and New Year's and things of that nature, worked out this year uh, that I've actually got four Christmases. I don't quite know how I've managed that, but uh, my lady partner and I, when I had my when I had my time off uh, mm. in early December earlier, uh, we went up to visit her parents up north, uh, yeah. and we we had a Christmas with them. Got a lot of present exchanging and had a full mm. Christmas dinner in the full works. Had a lot of alcohol, etc., um, which was fun. So that was the first Christmas. Uh, just had my second one, which was actual Christmas, actual which was at Christmas. my at my parents on that. Christmas Day. Um, I've got a uh, a friend's Christmas, which I'm doing tomorrow, as which is with super friends fun. Or with the friends, TV show. Okay, as yeah. in, yeah, bunch of friends uh, gonna go and have another full Christmas day. I've got one of my friends who's doing the full dinner. Wow! Uh, I think we're helping out by cooking a meat, and I think she's doing everything else yeah that's always um, the way because when you make christmas dinner you don't actually want anyone to help I yeah mean, i've done it a couple of times before and i've thought i don't want anyone else, i've got this plan in my head mm-hmm. but you know someone you know you have to say something to people because they're always going to offer so you're totally. like oh you can put salt on things yeah and you like, can make the gravy yeah exactly right, yeah um so yeah i've got i've got a, a friend's christmas tomorrow which is I'm thoroughly looking forward to, especially now because I'm not working on Monday, which I thought Ooh. I was before. So that's great. Uh, and then uh, my lady partner and I are going to have our own little Christmas oh, together as well, sweet. which is probably going to be like half a Christmas. I don't think we're going to go full out. We're not going to be drinking because we'll have had way too much alcohol by yeah. that point. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just going to be a nice little Christmas day together nice. to kind of be the final one, I think. Um, so yeah, four Christmases. I Crazy. I guess I had two, maybe, th- I, I guess I had three. Three? Because I had the, the English and the Swedish one, and then mm-hmm. um, prior to my lady partner going home, uh, we went to a pantomime, which was oh, a very a good, good fun. She'd never been to one before, mm, uh, having, yeah, not, you having, not, yeah. having not grown up here. Uh, and then we went to a uh, like a sort of petting farm. Okay. Um, she loves sheep, mm-hmm. but now she loves alpacas. No, oh. because they are great. Uh, you, <laughs> they are you, pretty you, good. You, if you like, for like a pound, I guess that's a dollar fifty. Yeah. Um, you got like a bag of sort of pellets. There's the, all the animals at the zoo eight. Yeah. At the zoo at the, at the farm eight, and you you just hold them in the sort of your flat hand, and they kind of <laughs> bit of ASMR <laughs> there for you. Um, but it's a really weird but quite pleasant feeling. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that was that. That was a good, uh, good fun. But uh, speaking of having days off, I woke up yesterday, and because I've only been doing the Saturday show for a few weeks, I still mm-hmm. haven't got used to the fact that I need to take a day off in the week. Yes. And as you know, I don't like taking time off anyway. No, you don't. Um, for those who don't know, I had about twenty days of my twenty-eight <laughs> holiday days left, <laughs> but, and in December, so I just had to take days off, and I yeah, I don't like having time off, but um. I you just up... work too hard. Exactly. I yeah. woke up yesterday and I thought, I really don't feel like working today. I just, yeah. I've just had two days off for Christmas and I just don't want to work. And I'm working tomorrow. And then I realized I haven't taken a day off this week mm-hmm. for working tomorrow. Yeah. And because I do the rotor for the website, I just looked at it and realized that we had two people on at once. So I just mm-hmm. messaged uh, Danger Louie, Louie Dangor. Mr. Danger. And said... Hey, what are you doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Well, 
Do you want to it's start? your lucky day. Do you want to start work five hours early? He's like, <laughs> yeah, all right. I said, it means you because it means you can end early. He was like, yeah, that's fine by me. Yeah. So uh, the perks of being the boss of the website mm, uh, are, very good. are many. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just t- took yesterday off and uh, and spent the evening with some friends who I hadn't seen in a long time. Oh, that's Watched very nice. Moulin Rouge. Ooh, watched fun. Shrek. Um, the first one. Yes, the original, the mm-hmm. best one. Um, Agreed. And then watched uh, some David Attenborough. So it was uh, just a, a very nice evening. But now, that yeah. sound very nice. Looking forward to what 2020 brings. Yay. And making some... Oh, have you got any resolutions, Pete? <laughs> no. No. Absolutely not. Because one, I will never keep them anyway. Plus, mm. I think if you're going to change yourself... Uh, why do it on, why wait until a new year just do it because it's hashtag new year new me <laughs> exactly I, which I, I just find it very kind of it i don't know for for personal improvement which i think is a very important thing to do absolutely don't get me wrong i think it's very important to try and have goals and try and improve yourself yeah. almost constantly but just just do, do it Whatever. rather than yeah, just I being mean, like hey it's january 1st yes that means the, i need a new yeah. thing and there's a t- statistic that like over half of all gym memberships taken out in January are kind of cancelled immediately. Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I do want to gain weight. For those who don't know or haven't mm. met me, I am stick thin. The only, the only oversized part of me, well, one of two oversized parts <laughs> hey! is my head. Um, <laughs> Which one? And, yeah, it's massive. Um, very hairy. Um, but... Um, <laughs> But so uh, she doesn't listen to this, so I can say it. But she, so my my lady partner is 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 trying to lose some weight, and yes. I'm trying to gain weight. So yes. we're kind of giving each other challenge, and like mm-hmm. whoever can lose or gain the fastest. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're yeah. Kind of giving each other like a reward. So I'll take her out from for a healthy meal <laughs> for, for, for a meal, so um, she can put the pounds back on. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. But yeah, no, I need to gain weight because I am currently I think nine stone four. Yeah. Um, so in terms of BMI, I am underweight, um, and I'd rather just not be able to see my rib cage. In the, yeah. uh, I just have a very high. I do a lot of sport, and I get full very quickly. Yes. So I, I, there's not a lot of opportunity for me to uh, put on weight. Well, apparently, because I hadn't weighed myself in a very long time, uh, but when I moved earlier this year to mm. London, when I signed up at my new GP, obviously you have to do the whole ori- uh, uh, preliminary test and all that stuff. I was weighed during that. And since the last time I'd weighed myself, which granted was probably like a couple of years, mm. I put on 10 kilos, which is That's quite you, a bit. You did live in Newcastle. I did. And therefore you kind of just... Through osmosis, you pick up grease and things from That's the air. Probably true, yeah. Which is eleven stone. Mm. By the way. Pretty, pretty much bang on eleven stone. Uh, I would like to lose some of that, but then also the gain is, it. I, it's weird because I want to have more muscle mass than I do. This isn't a, this fat. isn't a height joke, but because of because you're not the tallest, does that correct? Does that alter the BMI thing? Yes, totally. Like massively because. For your age, you probably are quite mm-hmm. a good weight. Yeah, I, I, I am. Av- I'm average now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because you're shorter, it might sort of skew it to thinking that you should be lighter than you are. Or yeah, something. I know. It's it's very convoluted. BMI is a bad thing for, yeah. for weight anyway, because it doesn't take into account bone density and muscle mass. And no, exactly. Like I've got I've got a massive bone. Massive um, bone, mate. What, uh, uh, have you got any emails let's, for us, Yeah, I was about to say, we're going to move quickly on from that. Uh, we've got a quick email from Austin, which actually links into this episode of SmackDown. 
Uh, he says, hey, Pete, I know you guys were wondering if the Otis and Mandy storyline was a one-time funny thing on the holiday show or if it was planned to be more. On the WWE The Bump Show on YouTube, I didn't know that was a thing either, they had Otis a couple of weeks ago before the Christmas ham angle, and they had Otis talk to Mandy Rose's dad trying to win his approval. So maybe it's going to be more. At least we can all hope. I, Keep up the good work, Austin Tussie. I think this episode proves that it is going to be more. Correct, um, yes. And it was probably one of the better things on the show, yes. I'd say. We're which was a perfectly acceptable show. I've actually had an email yeah. from uh, Louis Bazin... WrestleTyke. Who, uh, who works on the uh, website, but yeah. it's so boring that I'm not going to read it out. <laughs> um, so, Sorry, Louis. But thanks for, it's thanks, all right. I've got a better for, email. Thanks for taking quite a lot of time to write this email. But That's uh, so mean. Yeah, it's so... What's, out, it, what's r- it about? Apocalyptically dull. I, I got half sentence in, talking about wrestling and Christmas. Um, <laughs> and I just gave up. Send it to me, Lewis. I'll read it and see if it's worth reading out on a on a podcast. Uh, but on a different note, though, we do have uh, what, one here from the headmaster, Jonathan Hedman. Oh, my he, pledgehammer! I, I like Jonathan. He emails me a lot, He's and I and I like great. to reply. He's lovely. Uh, he says, "Hello, everyone. I wanted to check in and give an update. This is a rest talk get better and a Rusev. Hey." Uh, oh, I've got the same email, but you read it. While still looking for work, I've knuckled down on getting better and been going to the gym. While I can't say I found work yet, I've dropped nearly 70 pounds in 11 weeks. Anyway, lot. enjoy the holidays, and hopefully I'll be back in the Suit Suit Super Chat soon. Uh, I've included a pic of my Fitbit showing the loss, and a picture of me and John Cena, in quotation marks, at the gym. In case you don't see him don't worry, lots can't see him. There's a special Lol. thing about this picture. I don't know if you're going to Jonathan the headmaster head. Keep going down. So, a picture of his Fitbit, £65 lost. Keep Very going. nice. Keep going. And then oh, there's what? a picture he of him. Around. On my, on my uh, email, I, it, I got a picture upside down. Uh, oh, nice. Him. Yeah, um, very good. But, but yeah, it's him, him in the gym. Ki- no, sorry. That's 30. That's like 3.2 kilos a week he's lost. That's an absurd amount of weight loss. Which is unbelievable. I yeah, mean, I, that's it. That's crazy. I would love to put... I don't, I don't know if it's possible for me to put on... I would probably just have to you eat butter for a week. <laughs> um, yeah. But that is an amazing achievement, John. That is. Keep going. And I, yeah, as I said in my reply to your email, I hope you uh, can find a job very soon because you're clearly sort of smashing it out of the park in all other aspects of your life. So mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you will do so once you uh, have found yourself uh, some long-term employment as well. Absolutely, yes. Uh, but on that note, that's all the time we've got on this holiday special Wrestle Talk podcast. Mm. It's not really. It's just called SmackDown was called the holiday special, even though it wasn't really a holiday special. So I'm doing the same thing. Uh, we're going to be back on Tuesday. It's going to be me and Luke doing the Raw review on New Year's Where's Eve. He's taking time off because he's the boss, I guess. That's true. Uh, me and Luke are going to be doing the Raw review on New Year's Eve, and then after that, we're going to be back with the normal schedule going forwards. From the 2nd of January, we're going to be back. Me and you are going to be doing Smackdown on the Saturdays, yes. and then we've got Ollie and Luke on the Tuesdays for Raw, and then we've got AEW with Ollie and Luke, and NXT with Laurie and Simon. So much content! So much content, Have a yes. lovely New Year, yes. everyone. And if you are less of a Grinch than Pete and aren't making a resolution, then good luck with it, whether it's losing weight, becoming vegan, stopping smoking, just working harder at school. Eating more chocolate. Whatever it is. Just good luck with it. And if you don't stick to it, that's just life. Um, Sometimes you can't (laughs) stick to things. Some things Good luck doing your resolution. But but if you don't do it, it's totally fine. So you might as well not do it. Listen to more of me. 
That's a good one. That's a terrible one. Um, no one should do that. Yes. But yeah, have a lovely new year. I hope you all had a lovely Christmas and I will look forward to seeing you in the new year. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be talking to you guys before new year because me and Luke will be back on New Year's Eve. So that's just. Yeah, I know. Thing. But this is just this is just for me. All the, all, all the Randy fans. All, all the, the Randy all, fans. All the, the Randicals. Randicals. <laughs> anyway, see you guys later. Love you all. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.